0: good morning everyone and welcome back to dancing around the questions you might have noticed it's been a little while since our last episode came out life has a way of taking you away from the things that you really love doing. But uh, we're back, and today's a really great episode. An old friend of mine by the name of Alyssa is uh, joining us, and we had quite an extensive conversation over uh, several sort of meals and several drinks of various types. Um, not even going to get into all the, all the things we covered, But it will be a, what I call, one and a half parter. So in this first part, she'll mostly be answering my questions. And then in a future episode, we'll get into some just bonus things that we talked about on that day. But uh, in the meantime, enjoy part one.
1: I know our millions of fans can't see the microphone right now, but just so everyone knows who's listening... (laughs) You ha- shouldn't have asked me to do this. I'm going to, like, eat this off. <laughs>
0: That's fine. The the Half the fun of, like, a podcast is telling your viewers what they can't see on, off, Hi off
1: mic. Hi, fans. Welcome to Alyssa's house where we're recording. I'm just doing what other podcast hosts say that I am used to. Just how you get famous. Keep going. Um, I could use the content. We are in Alexandria, Virginia, recording in my house, in my living room. I've cooked for Gato all freaking day. <laughs>
0: Tell So like, tell me what <laughs> we've had to do, like what, what I had to do in order to get here.
1: You had to drive here.
0: <laughs> I had to drive here.
1: You had to come to Wegmans. You didn't have to. You could have stayed here while I went to Wegmans and like watch TV or something. Uh, This was actually, no,
0: this was was all, this was all in the contract you gave me. There are some really weird terms and conditions. Would you like to show
1: the viewers the contract? Because I don't see a contract.
0: I will make sure that there's a copy available for them to view.
1: Great. Everyone check the link. Gato will post it in the recording. Yeah. It's not going to be there.
0: It will be there.
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: But like, so what else was there?
1: That's all you were obligated to do.
0: No. I, then I had to go on a three mile run with you.
1: You didn't have to. I asked you.
0: No, this was all it written was in. This consensual. was all written in the contract, <laughs> just so I could have the opportunity to speak with you.
1: Um, yeah, sure.
0: And then I had to do some sort of seasoning for your cauliflower. You did have to help cook. And I had to cut up uh, a pepper a really pepper.
1: poorly. Yeah, Excuse I'm afraid you. I'm going to cuss on this podcast.
0: It's all right if you do.
1: Will you bleep it
0: out? No, but I'll put an explicit warning on the episode. Oh. I think you're that's allowed. That's
1: lit. I'd love to get that.
0: <laughs> I think you're allowed to say a certain. I think you are too. Yeah. Because I've heard words.
1: it on podcasts that I listened to. But I wonder if there's a cutoff of how many words you can say. Yeah, I'm a little nervous for people to hear me speaking. Don't be. Internet. It'll be okay. In addition to cooking all day. I also made gin and tonics that are good. They are good. In my humble, narcissistic opinion.
0: (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Before we get started, I had told you a while ago that I had decided on a podcast name, and I've changed it since then. But what do you think it was, and what do you think it is? Me? Yeah.
1: Did you tell me what the name was? No, I wanted you to guess. I don't know. I didn't expect this question. It was
0: something you used to make fun of me for a lot. It was a song.
1: The Bailando song. Yeah. It was gonna. Oh, be that's like what bi- it was gonna be called. It, it was, was like Bailando. Bailando,
0: like semicolon, to some other subtitle.
1: Ah. But Why it not that? Why was it gonna be that?
0: It was gonna be that because I thought of him like, damn it, that's actually kind of okay, and mm-hmm. I didn't have a good idea at the time.
1: What made you think of Bailando, like the song?
0: I actually hadn't heard of it, but then I was just, like, racking my brain for things that, like, ah, dancing, dancing. What about dancing? Mm. By Alana. God damn it. <laughs> that works.
1: That was close. Um, so, yeah, it was a close call. But now you have a name picked out. I
0: have a much better name.
1: Can we hear it? Can the listeners hear it? In case you didn't know, I'm going to be interviewing you. Today. Yeah. It's gonna... I have some questions prepared for you.
0: Okay. Good. I hope you prepared for the questions I sent you.
1: I did. Okay. Thoroughly i have my notes mm-hmm. right here
0: i yeah i see. I
1: don't i don't have notes just so the viewers listeners <laughs> are aware
0: well the name is dancing around the questions
1: oh, i like that a lot very proud i of really it. like that it's very creative did you come up with that on your own i did i really that's impressive it's very creative i'm Thanks. gonna dance around the questions all good afternoon i evening, believe it as we record it'll week.
0: be a fun chase <laughs> What do you remember that I asked you? I don't necessarily You
1: asked me I mean I could pull it up on my phone because you texted it to me. I you asked me something about how I got involved in dance or like my first experience with dance.
0: This sounds like a good one to start with because that's what the theme of the season is. Really? Yeah.
1: Wait, this season? Yeah. So what are the other seasons gonna be?
0: We'll get it to that later.
1: Dance related?
0: It'll still be dance related. This is a dancing podcast.
1: Okay. Um, but this,
0: this season is origin stories for uh, dancers that are in my immediate circles.
1: I like that. Okay. Um, well, I have been dancing, I think, since I was about three. I don't really remember being in dance class that young, but I believe what people tell me. Um, I don't know how I got involved in dance. I imagine my mom or dad just signed me up for dance class when I was a kid. My parents put us in a lot of, my brother and I, in a lot of different activities when we were kids um and I think I took ballet jazz and tap at a local dance studio and then I've never stopped um yeah do you want more of the story
0: so that's when you started doing your like you're just dancing as an individual it was like mm-hmm. very young
1: yeah yeah I've been dancing for over 20 years probably
0: Goddamn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean that I'm old no
0: I'm I feel like I have to like bow to you. (laughs) I
1: don't think I'm like, I never got super into it. I don't think I was ever like super skilled at dance, but I always enjoyed it as a recreational activity. It was never something that I wanted to make a career out of. Maybe Mm. when I was in high school, I like thought I could do that, but it wasn't really in the cards for me. And I was pretty aware of that. So yeah. And I like, I'm okay with that. I like it as a fun activity.
0: Good. That seems to be the vibe I get from a lot of people. Yeah. So now that we know your individual dance origin stories, as I'm trying to burp off <laughs> mic.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: When did partner dancing start to become a thing for you?
1: That was in college. Um, I guess we probably did some partner work when I was in high school at my dance studio, but we had an abundance of, female dancers um so when we partnered it would be femaling females partnering with other females um and it wasn't like ballroom partnering it was like contemporary we would do lifts like we would lift each other and do tricks and stuff that was like the majority of our partner work um but yeah I danced pretty much any style imaginable aside from ballroom from when I was a kid up to up through high school. And then when I got to college, I completely stopped my freshman year. I think I wanted to be involved in the salsa club at William & Mary, where I went to school. Um, but like didn't have a lot of friends who wanted to do it, so I just didn't do it, because I was scared to go by myself. And then my, my sophomore year, I still didn't have people who wanted to go with me, but I was like, I don't care anymore. This is something I want to do. I'm gonna do it on my own, um, and that's when I got into salsa dancing for the first time awesome yeah
0: and, and that's how we met yeah
1: and thought we hated each other i don't know i, I want to talk about that a little bit them. later yes, i'm excited <laughs> um,
0: but, but before we get there okay for each of these segments and um, i guess in your dance career life
1: yes journey journey <laughs> that's a good one Thanks.
0: i've probably used it before and just forgot about it instead of talking <laughs> how did you feel start well, yeah, so how did you feel starting out, like, each time?
1: When I was a kid?
0: Yeah, if you can remember any of that whatsoever. I mean, I
1: yeah, I don't remember really anything when I was a kid dancing. Um. I just remember, like, the studio I went to, what it was called, and, like, some of my friends that I danced with. I mean, I never didn't, like, dance. I've always liked it. Um, and then in college, I'd just been dancing for so long. And I was like, okay, this is a new chapter of my life. This is college. Like, I don't know anyone here. Nobody knows me. I can completely reinvent myself if I want to, which I don't really think I did, but I was like, I want to do something different than what I've been doing for the past 20 years of my life or whatever. So I didn't do the styles that I had been doing previously. I tried Mm -hmm. new styles, but in college, yeah, I don't remember how I felt in college either. I remember, I mean, I did, I've done a lot of ballet, so I remember having a really strong frame And that was really frustrating for a lot of my partners. (laughs) Um, And for me, because I felt like I have taken so many dance classes, like I should know how to do this. I know how to dance. Like, why is this not naturally something that I can do? So I do remember feeling frustrated, frustrated when people would give me feedback because I could tell like it was because of my frame, even if they didn't give me feedback like I could just tell when I was like messing stuff up and that was frustrating for me. But over I mean I stuck with it so overall. Yeah. still a fun experience.
0: What kept you involved? Like what well, what really inspired you about dancing if like if anything or if it's just something you automatically did?
1: Yeah, I mean what like when what kept me involved? It's
0: another kind of like just
1: in general. Yeah. Uh again, I'm I'm conducting the interview here okay (laughs) um no I I don't know I've always liked it I think it's important to do physical activity in terms of physical and mental health I just like to be active in general dance was always a physical activity that wasn't something that I was like oh I gotta like dance today this sucks you know it was like great dance class and it's really good for me and it's healthy for me um it's not like going on a run or I don't know things that are harder for me to motivate myself to do um so yeah and it's a great stress relief for me like I guess whenever I was going through difficult emotions especially in college I would find a space to dance outside and like um on campus Mm -hmm. and just like go there by myself and put music in my headphones and and do improv and stuff and it would really yeah it got me definitely through some difficult emotions sometimes so it's a big motivator
0: it's good. Yeah. You you also mentioned earlier like before we this took a long time to set up before we were setting up and everything, you mentioned how you really enjoy choreography.
1: Yes. Oh yeah, I'm like part one of today's long adventure. Uh yeah, I like choreographing. Yeah, I like choreographing for fun more than I like choreographing for an assignment. But I guess I did take a, chore- a choreography class in college and learned a lot. Um, and I, I guess I also liked the structure of that class. Um, our teacher gave us homework that forced us to create different types of movement that maybe we weren't naturally creating. Um, so that was helpful. Yeah.
0: So what's what's something you need to keep in mind when like choreographing?
1: Ooh, I don't know. I haven't choreographed in a while. I guess the feedback I got on my homeworks. The funny thing about that class was I used to, like, spend a lot of time on my homework, work really hard on it, and get kind of, like, mediocre grades. But then I just started choreographing only like half of my piece and improving the rest and my grades really started improving. <laughs> so I don't know if my professor ever knew this, but I would leave out like whole chunks of my dance that were just open for improv and it was like a little bit of like some of it was choreographed and some of it was not. Mm-hmm. So maybe like this doesn't work as well in partner dancing um, I guess because sometimes it's good for you and your partner to be on the same page, mm-hmm. especially in certain types of choreography but Just, like, not being too structured um, when I'm choreographing for something. And if I'm choreographing it just on myself, like, it's totally okay to mess it up because nobody's going to know if you messed up because you're the only one who knows the choreography. I had something in mind and I forgot it, too.
0: We might get back to it.
1: Yeah. I don't remember what it was. What was the question? When you, you have to keep it in mind when you're choreographing? Yeah,
0: just like and something you have to...
1: Oh, something that my professor told me too was that I did a lot of like... And again, I don't know if this is going to make a lot of sense for partner work, but I would do like a still movement or like a pose. And then I would do some sort of like traveling movement and then like a pose again and then like a traveling movement. So and you had a, pose. a pattern. So yeah, so I had to like dance in my traveling movement as well like use my arms and my legs and my head like while i was traveling and not just when i was like standing in one spot Mm -hmm. so that's something that i've kept to this day and tried to be conscious of
0: when you're choreographing are you thinking of that you have to like hit certain points in the music or do you have an idea of like what kind of story you're trying to tell with the movement aside from Hmm. what the the music is saying
1: Mm no or if it's just something i don't put i don't put a lot of i don't know i guess i don't expect people to understand my choreography and that's really not something that i care about too much i i don't know um i i think i'm just gonna hype myself up a little bit here i think i have like pretty good musicality um so i think i can hear stuff probably just from the amount of time that i've spent dancing i can hear stuff in the music that would work really well with certain movements and not just like the top layer of the music, mm-hmm. but like some of the base layers as well. Um, So I think that's something that I work with a lot when I choreograph, probably just like the vibe of the song and like the lyrics are going to be like what my piece is going to be about. Uh-huh. But I don't think, I think when I was younger and among the people I danced with, this was a big thing and like competition dance and like structured dance was you would come up with this like, heart thro- or like whatever whatever the word is like heart-wrenching story or whatever and it's like sad and like all this stuff but honestly you can just pick like an emotion or you can pick like a color or like a memory or something and th- these are all like things that I've had in my class that I took that opened my eyes a lot to like the different um like muse is, I guess, or like, it's it's more like, it's more
0: like a seed that starts from this one thing and you kind of,
1: yeah. And I don't think I have this like detailed plan Mm -hmm. of like, I'm going to like be sad and then I'm going to be happy. And I'm going to make this whole dance about like my childhood. It's just more like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Or like you want to just follow a certain style. Like I'm going to make this choreography very rigid or I'm going to make it very angular. I'm going to make it more curved, like have more curvature um it doesn't have to be like I'm gonna dance about the one time my friend like told me they hated me or something like that so yeah that's not my style for choreography it's definitely some people's style and that's great but it's just not my vibe
0: yeah I've I can't choreograph (laughs) so like this is all just me asking how (laughs) like what what goes on in the mind of somebody who does do like more choreography
1: when i like sit down to choreograph i just turn the song on and improv and then whatever i improv becomes the choreography i don't sit down and be like okay i have to fill this eight count with eight counts of dance i'm just gonna like dance to it and whatever comes out i'm gonna like work from that Mm -hmm. and then like slowly tweak parts of that um if i'm spending a lot of time on the floor like maybe i'll try to move it up to be standing or if i'm spending a lot of time standing I'll reverse it or something. There's a lot of techniques that, like, I've learned from Mm -hmm. class and different teachers that I would probably apply to partner dancing, too, um, with choreography. That definitely helps me out a lot.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Might have to bring you in for a consultation (laughs) if I ever (laughs) One of the ones that I never
1: thought of that I think is really cool is um, my teacher would have us spell out a word with our body, and it's not like you're doing, like, the YMCA, like, with (laughs) your arm, like, trying to spell it out. It's, like, use your foot to spell, like your name or like I also really like she would do this exercise with us where we started the mo- we initiated the movement with different parts of our body so like initiate this movement with your elbow or like your shoulder or like your nose or your finger or like parts of the body that you really wouldn't think of I mm-hmm. mean um, it really brings you out of like what you typically do in your choreography so yeah lots of different things that I've been fortunate to learn from people
0: and I feel like I'm learning so much right, already. Right now? Yeah. I feel
1: like we've had this conversation before. No,
0: I don't think I've had this, this sort of conversation with you before, which oh. is exactly why I want to do this.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Dancing around the questions.
0: You're not doing a very good job dancing around dancing them around because them. you're answering them pretty directly, I'm which I'm be, happy.
1: I'm trying to be cooperative today. I wasn't being cooperative earlier, <laughs> but now I am. So you're welcome. Yeah
0: thanks i didn't <laughs> anytime yeah um but s- since we brought up your attitude towards starting this <laughs> podcast how did how did we like how did we meet and how did we think we felt about each other i would
1: like to hear your answer to that question too
0: yeah um, I, I will answer it okay you first because right. this is my podcast
1: okay fair it's mine but it's fine
0: thanks. whatever i
1: mean i mean it's not mine i'm just interviewing gato right now sure know. Did, did you tell them that people call you gato
0: I don't know if I've mentioned that yet. Should you? Now they know. <laughs> now they know. I don't I know think I'm going to cut this out.
1: Gerardo as Gato. You're going to cut this out? I'm not. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I know you as Gato. There's some story with, like, Frisbee that I don't quite remember. But anyway, uh, what was the question? How did we meet? Yeah. I don't know. Like, we met in Salsa Club at William & Mary. You were either a senior Or in your master's program?
0: Yeah, I was already a graduate student at that point. Really?
1: So you were in your master's program for two years? When did you graduate? When I was a junior? I thought you graduated when I was a junior. 2016. In the in the spring. Yeah. Oh, that was the end of my sophomore year. Yeah. Okay. I okay. I forgot. Um, we're both old now. Not really. I'm not old. You're just old. Um, There's an implication. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I don't know. I went to Salsa Club. You probably taught a couple of times.
0: Maybe. It was usually Phoebe and Henry who were teaching back then.
1: And then we were definitely partnered up for the Bailando Choreo. Yeah. And that's, like, really how we, like, spent a lot of time together. And that's the time when I was living in the lodges, which are, like, the on-campus house. They're, like, house houses, not, like, dorms. Yeah. And I remember you came over to my house to practice one time. And I don't remember if that was the time when I had the guinea pig i don't know if you had it yet our friend you know adam too our mutual friend found a guinea pig on the side of the road and i said we'll take it and keep it in our house (laughs) so we did i have no idea where that guinea pig is now we gave it away um yeah but yeah you came to my house we started hanging out outside of salsa because my big from salsa was your friend too right yeah lizette yeah and then i would hang out with you guys i don't know why like we continue to hang out especially if we thought we hated each yeah. other there must have been some point when we were like they must not hate me <laughs> it
0: was de- it was definitely the the bailando choreography that brought us a little closer together well
1: that's when i also thought you didn't like me because not like didn't like i don't know i just i just felt like you were frustrated with me a lot cuz i know i was difficult to dance with like i had a really strong frame i wasn't good at picking up on cues from the lead i would i remember i had a huge issue with like drapes and turning like when people would try to do drapes i would always try to turn or vice versa that was like a big point of shame that's because <laughs> okay
0: secretly that's because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing oh, either okay well, that's i mean at least i didn't
1: i wish i knew that back then i was I not so yeah, bad I know, right? like for you i was like god so was a dance with me and no I'm in like, my I'm head so i'm so good and i'm so bad god
0: no <laughs> i i've mentioned this elsewhere but i didn't think i was a good dancer until like two years ago oh. And I don't still don't know if I'm a good dancer.
1: I think you're. A good I think dancer. I'm an
0: adequate dancer.
1: And I always thought it was cool when, like, after you graduated, and then you were dancing with Asuka and Mason, and that we would like see each other sometimes, and you would like learn new moves. And I was like, Gato, these are new moves. Like, this is really cool. I definitely said that to you. Like, and you
0: might have mentioned it, yeah.
1: Okay. But no,
0: I'm like, <laughs> no, you did, and like, it was always nice to hear that.
1: Thanks. You're welcome.
0: I don't know what. And I'm like thinking. secretly, secretly, this is why. It's because. I thought you hated me when, like, we first met because you felt like someone that knew how to dance. Mm. And so I thought that you felt that, like, what the hell is this kid trying to do here? <laughs> like, he doesn't know what he's doing. And, like, I'm so much better than him. And you de- you definitely didn't feel that. That's so mean that. of me. <laughs> oh no, you God. definitely didn't feel that. And you definitely weren't trying to say that. But I definitely this was my that. personal insecurities leeching into our
1: wow introductions i'm frustrated that i gave off that vibe you, though
0: you didn't it's just what i perceived fair because the information was not across that's fair because
1: that you didn't ability. give off the vibe that i perceived i just perceived it differently
0: yeah no i definitely did not
1: but like why did we it? keep hanging out i don't even remember like a point in time like we would have had to make plans to hang out i think the first time we like hung out was when you came over to my house to practice mm-hmm.
0: i think the i knew you were an okay person when we were trying to get that thing to like that hangout together like practice yeah and then i said like hey can i get your email so that i can like put everyone's email on this thing so we can practice oh. and then you were like who still uses email just make a facebook group <laughs> i don't message. remember that at all i remember very distinctly that's funny that and definitely sounds like something i'd say yeah so. and i'm like i'm sorry no no <laughs> ordinary rude. like it sounds like it sounds like something that I should get frustrated at and hate. Yeah. But I I thought it was really funny. <laughs> so I'm just like, maybe this girl's all right.
1: Yay. Yeah. That's something. I think I'm a little more filtered now, but I was definitely really blunt with people. I still am, but I think I'm a little more under control.
0: But it, it was something I liked hearing for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, and I then, just thought it was funny. Yeah, and then nice. I think we, we went to Salsa Fest. That year too.
1: Yeah, I think a couple years when I was in. After you graduated, you probably came down too, right?
0: Yeah, I came to like two more afterwards.
1: Yeah, that was a great event. Learned a lot. A lot of like great instructors for a really reasonable price. It's mm-hmm. Like ten dollars for the whole day. It's like yeah, something six to eight master classes. Something ridiculous. That's crazy. So, do you have yeah. more? Do you want to keep talking about our origin story? <laughs> this is fun.
0: <laughs> it is, but like that. That's really it. It's just we thought we hit each other. We. Found yeah. out like, oh, maybe we don't hate each other <laughs> and we kept hanging out and yeah. now we're here.
1: Now we're here.
0: Now I'm More doing like all 30 of 30 years later? Yeah. Pretty, approximately. <laughs> approximately. Now I'm just helping you out I'm with your 30s, chores. You're and, in your 60s. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I'm in my 60s sometimes. <laughs>
1: Yes, casually. Sorry, I interrupted you. You're helping me
0: with my chores. So you're just like this natural born dancer who's been doing it for 20 years?
1: Whoa, I didn't say I was like naturally I, yeah, talented. I'm, I know. I I've know. just been in dance class for a long time.
0: But that aside, <laughs> the, uh, the what I meant to ask was if you've ever hit any like difficulties or snag points hmm. or just times when you've, you've had a hard time learning a particular thing.
1: Um... I mean, I was never naturally flexible. I I mean, that's not a huge thing in partnering, but it is a big thing in like ballet and modern and contemporary. A lot of, I think a lot of the people I danced with as I got older had had a more structured training when they were younger. And when I was younger, I kind of bounced around from studio to studio a little more frequently than I think other people had. So I didn't have as much technique and like flexibility training and strength training as I think some of them had. So that was a little frustrating being kind of like, and especially when I joined um, the, the company, the competition team, when I was in high school, I felt like I was so far behind everybody because they had been on the competition team for a couple of years and have built up all these skills. And I remember our summer intensive trainings were pretty difficult for me, um, just like strength and flexibility wise. But I mean, I eventually kind of caught up to everybody. um. I don't know, partner dancing, it's not something that I practice a ton outside of class. I know a lot of people in the scene are very, like, dedicated to improving on their own. It's just not something that I am maybe as passionate about as some people that I know. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like I've ever been trying to learn, like, a ton of new things and, like, really struggled. I kind of just, like, learn whatever they teach us in class. Um, Switch moves were really hard for me at first. Cause they're just kind of like a total.
0: Is it because of the role reversal or just like just the timing and the timing switching your brain?
1: Yeah. Switching your brain. I think there was something that just like, wasn't quite clicking. And I was like, I need to just do this a hundred times and eventually it's going to click. And I just didn't have a lot of opportunities to practice. Mm-hmm. And I guess also being on the the fusion team that I'm on. I don't know if you want me to like explain. I don't know. This is
0: actually something where I was going to bring up later. Oh, anyway, okay. So.
1: so I'm on a dance team called. Fusión de Ritmos, and it's like a son, Afro-Cuban, rita, cha-cha-cha sometimes, bachata sometimes, all different styles that's based, I guess, based out of Fairfax, George Mason. I mean, we don't really have ties to George Mason. A lot of people went there and practiced there. And all the people on the team are really good. And when I auditioned and had made it, I felt like I was pretty behind as well because I... I will even marry. I don't know. Salsa Club was like for fun. We didn't learn like a ton of technique, mm-hmm. but the people at Mason have like a lot of technique and a lot of training in that. And so the people on the team definitely had a lot of technical training that I was really lacking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was frustrated a lot at practice. Um, I think my teammates picked up on it too. Um, yeah, I don't know. Fixing my frame was like a struggle. I think I kept a lot of tension in like my shoulders and my upper arms, but you really need to keep it in your lower arm and your wrists. And that's where I didn't have a lot of mm. tension. So it was like this balance of like, you have too much tension here, but like not enough here and you need to fix that. And those are several, I guess. Troubles.
0: A lot of that is just, there are different conventions for different dances.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But at William and Mary, we were a very young club still at that point mm-hmm. because I, I don't know what the history of it was really before I started doing it, but it's something that hadn't been around for a while and even throughout my whole time at William Mary it was something that the students and pretty much only the students were teaching each right. other. And so you we were just like learning from YouTube videos or maybe from right the years before us. And so there there wasn't this very deep well of knowledge with all of us as far as technique. Yeah. And that's maybe sort of change. It's something that takes a really long time and could just easily stop if there's some sort of interruption, like let's say a global pandemic yeah. where people can't share the knowledge that they've had right. in previous years. And but I think
1: the vibe at William and Mary was always like, we want to be a social club. We don't want to focus too hard on technical things and training. 'Cause we wanted anybody to be able to come. Mm-hmm. Whereas at George Mason, I feel like there's a little bit more of a progression and you kind of like progress through the levels. Yeah, um, they had
0: a much more structured curriculum. Yeah. But it was still a it was still a social thing, but it right. was more intense, more involved.
1: And both I think both programs or clubs or whatever you want to call them are great for different reasons. Um, but yeah, they're both they're definitely very different. So, yeah, we definitely didn't have a lot of... the. Op- I mean, we didn't really even have the opportunity for a lot of technical training at mm-hmm. William & Mary. I don't think our club had the funds to even bring someone in. Absolutely
0: not. Um, we had zilch.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was never on the exec board, so I don't know.
0: We had no money. <laughs> I think that...
1: And then no one paid their dues either, probably, which didn't help. Probably not.
0: <laughs> I don't even know at what point we started charging dues.
1: I don't know if I paid them, to be honest. I think I did. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I think it was like you could come but you just like couldn't vote for the exact board or okay. something might have been the deal. That I made my
1: because I don't ever remember voting. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> now they know. Now everyone knows from William... Everyone who's there has graduated that I knew. You're so. gonna
0: get a a piece of mail that's yeah. saying you're behind <laughs>
1: uh what's it called? Five hundred
0: like... days on your salsa club dues. <laughs> and I it's been sold off. off to debt collection agency. <laughs>
1: So they have the funds to hire a debt collection agency, but not. No, they don't need to hire <laughs> them. They just need it. They
0: need to sell the debt for like two bucks, uh, and then the then it's not their problem collection
1: anymore. Agency will take care of it. Yeah. I forgot what we were talking. I don't so really do remember I. what you asked me.
0: No, the thread I wanted to go off of that was um what dance communities you've been a part of.
1: Um. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> Uh, I danced at several different studios when I was a kid. I'm from Manassas, Virginia, so around the area, a couple different studios there. I was at one, and then I think it closed down. Um, I think that's why I had to leave and go somewhere else. Um, and then college, this also club at William & Mary. And then when I graduated college, I continued to live in Northern Virginia, and you had been part of the... Asuka Club at George Mason, um, which anyone can be in—you don't have to be a student—but um, it does like attract a lot of students or former students. Uh-huh. Um, I had asked you about it because I needed stuff to do um, once I started working, and you told me, and I went and met the instruc- instructor and just started going to the classes, and then through them I auditioned for the team um, Fusion. Um, and I'm currently still a member um, it's been hard for us to meet because of COVID I, I think I'm still a member I'm still in the group chat so <laughs> I don't know um, yeah and then outside of salsa I really missed contemporary and ballet and stuff um, so I got involved in this studio called well actually one of my former dance teachers was teaching a class and I saw it on Facebook at this place called the lion's den in Alexandria. Um, And they're really great. Um, And I went to that class that my teacher was teaching and then continued to take classes with them. They do a lot of urban house, hip hop, um, shuffling, um, crump. They do, they do a really diverse range of styles. Mm -hmm. And then through them, I met people from this group called dance happy hour. That's also in Northern Virginia. And um, yeah, we were going to put on a show and everything
0: i was gonna come up that weekend
1: <laughs> for the show yeah. yeah it was what? when was it gonna be i think early april or late march it was late march and we were like really ready to go we'd done a photo shoot we'd promoted it and everything and then and then the pandemic but i mean it you know it's whatever everybody had to make changes for the mm-hmm. pandemic so um, i don't remember my choreo anymore so it's probably not gonna go for it. i don't know it'd be great to like be able to do the show but i think we'd have to all relearn our pieces mm-hmm. um but you know it could happen good so yeah i feel like i've been talking for a really long time
0: all right we're gonna take a break right now great so that i can move on to the next batch of whatever it is i'm gonna ask
1: awesome we have these fancy mics that the listeners have not seen but they make me feel like I'm on a radio show, and it's very fun. And they're on these stands. How tall do these stands go? Not they go standing pretty high. high. Really? Yeah. Can I? We're gonna. We're gonna. This is sad because the listeners can't see us.
0: There'll be a picture of it, maybe.
1: So you are recording on your camera on the back of your.
0: No, I'll get a picture Ooh, later.
1: I kind of like it like this better. I raised so I raised mine up, so my mic is at like eye level with me. And then I pointed the microphone down. So it's
0: yeah, just make sure down. it doesn't fall forward. Yes. That's my primary concern with doing that. And then
1: you guys will have to suffer that noise.
0: Or I could cut it out, but I'll have but to But I think it would be fun to make everyone. You can set up however you want.
1: I don't know what I'd like to do. I'm a little nervous now that it's going to fall, so I'm taking mine back down. But that's they're a good cute. thought. Oh, they're very cute.
0: Stuff. Experiment with that and see if my other guests would like to have it at a certain angle
1: i was not offered that
0: i had not even considered <laughs> it or i just don't respect you enough to try to it's establish a, a ladder. <laughs> base level of comfort <laughs> for you not like i asked you what your favorite chair was and where you wanted to you sit did. or anything. that's
1: true let it be on the record that yes you did ask me that good thanks
0: and should we go here in my house yeah you let me in
1: it's a mistake <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can we get back to dancing stuff now?
1: I guess. I suppose so. Do you have questions ready? <laughs> I have some questions.
0: Okay. That I highlighted.
1: So hear them. Dance around. I'll try to dance around the questions.
0: Haha. Okay. I hope
1: you. Good them. segue.
0: <laughs> What's your favorite style of dance?
1: Modern. Does it have to be partner Does it have to be partnering? No, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, if you have
0: a favorite partner dance, I'll hear that. But if you like modern above i love modern it's
1: so fun i don't know and i didn't get exposed to it until high school um but i like modern a lot um i like bachata a lot too probably another favorite of mine
0: can you tell me what modern is
1: (laughs) no it's really hard to describe (laughs) um modern originated don't quote me on this. Maybe we'll post a link about the history of modern. I can help you find something like that. We one of
0: one of the disclaimers I'm going to have is that we might be wrong, but I'll try my best to
1: It's a this is a problem though because people say this all the time and they're like, "I think I heard on the news like this thing, but I could be wrong," but then people believe it. Like once it's out in the open, even if it's wrong, like people will believe it and then they'll continue to mm. disseminate that information.
0: But yeah. listeners, since you brought up me not talking to the listeners enough, <laughs> If you do have some information about Modern or anything else that we've talked about, you can feel free to email us at com.
1: Is that real? Did you make an email?
0: It will be shortly. By the time this <laughs> comes out, 100%. Cool. But I haven't registered yet. So hopefully some
1: Fine. DA hasn't come
0: out and taken it from me yet. dancingaround@gmail.com.
1: Also- it can be like, you can have like a dollar sign in there instead of like... There's no S in dancing around. I was thinking like dancing with the stars or something. I don't know why. Okay, anyway. with the dollar anyway, I'll, I'll get back to describing modern. Um, modern, I believe, evolved from... I, I kind of don't remember when, to be honest. And I'm, I'm not even going to try to guess. Um, it evolved from ballerinas wanting to break out of the traditional structure of ballet. So ballets typically turned out. So instead of your feet being parallel they'll be like pointing out to the sides in like a a pizza slice shape or like a triangle shape. And it doesn't just come from your feet. The turnout comes from your hips too Mm -hmm. in proper technique. But, um, yeah, they were sick of having turnout. I think wearing certain um, clothes that you have to wear in ballet, tights, tutus, point shoes. Um, they were sick of like the structured arm positions that ballet has just a lot of, you know, the rigidness of it. And so they broke out and made this new style called modern, um, we would always dance barefoot in modern. We didn't wear shoes. I don't think we had to wear tights. I don't know. Um, it's I don't know. It's a lot more like free movement. There is a structure to it. There's modern technique. There are different pioneers of modern dance. Alvin Ailey, Martha Graham. Um, like the Alvin Ailey Dance Company still exists. Uh, it's a very famous um, part of like his contribution to modern dance or whatever in the United States. It's like a predominantly African-American or black dance company, if not all modern is Oh, I guess like the technique involves like under curves and over curves. So different like curvatures of the body curves that you make with your arms, sweeping motions that you make with your legs. It's kind of hard to describe without getting up in showing it but you
0: can i mean you can do that
1: i'm not going to because no one's gonna see me <laughs> i
0: like i might ask you to show me something later in that sure. case or at, just at least show me a video or something yeah, sure. yeah. But, yeah i mean it's something i've no doubt seen but yeah i i don't have necessarily an idea for what modern is
1: yeah and i think a lot of styles like blend together too it's not like If I do a kick to the front, like that has to be jazz or like that has to be ballet. Like a lot of moves overlap different styles, but you can definitely train in Martha Graham modern technique or Mm -hmm. like Albany Lee.
0: Like there are different little sub branches of modern, Mm -hmm.
1: but just like ballet, like you can train Royal Academy Dance Ballet, which is like I believe pretty popular in England and the UK. You can train Chiquetti, which is some other style. You can train, you can train all of, you know, like so different. There's different, like, schools of ballet, too. And I imagine there's different styles of jazz, Broadway jazz, Fosse, um, like, funk, jazz. Like, yeah, it's 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 hard to put things together. It's really like
0: all sorts of other music and dance where there is maybe some general elements that define a certain style. But beyond that, there is a lot of little subgroups.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a good description of it. Is it? Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with the people who pioneered it too. And like the difference is that. Cause a lot of these different styles came from different pioneers of dance. Mm-hmm. Um, like Bob Fosse created the Fosse style of jazz. And like I've mentioned, Martha Graham did Graham technique and Alvin Ely did that and all those things. So.
0: But all of these were born in dance schools. Like specifically. No.
1: Um, I believe jazz has origins in enslaved people who were brought to the United States. Um, and especially salsa styles have that as well.
0: Oh, well, I was speaking mostly of like ballet modern and such.
1: Uh, but I mean, jazz is, I've, I would count it as one of those like big styles that everybody knows. And mm-hmm. I definitely remember learning. And again, we'll need to like look up this information. I'd, I'd love to try to like find some links or whatever that we can post. But, um, I, I don't know, I consider jazz one of those like long standing styles, just like ballet mm-hmm. that's been around for a really long time. And we definitely in my classes learned about its origins in um like from people who were brought here as enslaved people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, I don't think it all started in these like uptight European studios. Um, probably ballet did, but yeah, I mean, I know there's even Retta moves that come from people like making fun of the like colonizers. Um, what's the one called? Something Francis. And Doma then Francis. hand symbol. For, yeah, that come. We were taught that that comes from people making fun of like the rigidness huh. of European ballroom dance. Yeah. So yeah, a dance is definitely a more. Uh, a diverse art form form that i think people realize and give credit for which is unfortunate that like that awareness is not more widespread
0: yeah and this is something i've taught i was talking with somebody else about but in the u.s and maybe in like this western culture in general dance isn't necessarily something you grew up with in the family mm-hmm. is it
1: no i didn't um I'm really the only one in my family who does dance and my family doesn't have like cultural dances that we do or any, I mean, I'm white, like my family's white. Like we don't have cultural dances like I grew up doing, but other friends of mine that aren't white, like have told me about those experiences that they've had growing up.
0: So we didn't dance in my family, but I don't necessarily know what kind of cultures there are in like dance, dance culture stuff there is in El Salvador.
1: I don't think there's a uniform dance culture in every other country that like other than the US i don't think a lot of people grow up dancing c- cultural dances and like the way that it's their whole life i think i don't know at least well, like, like what like my friends not, have told me it's not
0: like that it's their whole life but it is just something they know how to do mm, yeah That's and it's like not something they think about it's just something they know about so you've talked about um modern being your favorite yeah i like overall modern, uh, you said bachata was a good partner dance for you yes what sort of what sort of moves do you like doing in those two dances if there are any sort of specific things that really make your make you happy
1: it's been so long since i've bachata danced that it's so hard for me to remember we should do some (laughs) yeah we could um i think i don't know there's a lot of stuff that's cool i just like dancing so much like it's hard to say like, a specific move. I, I'm i not a huge fan of, like, lifts, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're asking me what I like. Um, but chata, I – it depends on who I'm dancing with. I have to be a little more comfortable with the person. But I do like not being so spread apart and where you're, like, really leading the movements with, like, your core and your legs. Um, it's just, like, fluid and just, like, I don't know. Um, feels really controlled and, like – just like a nice way to dance with people, um, I, yeah, especially yeah. I don't know how to explain it very well. Um,
0: Cause a good connection.
1: Yeah, and I think like a good dancer will use their core, and not like totally rely on their arms. Yeah. And when you're closer to somebody, it's I think you don't really have the option necessarily. to use your arms, yeah, because yeah, they're bent or they're so close to your body um yeah so that's cool um I like in bachata too when people do syncopated movements with their feet that's cool and fun and then I like I don't know I like when a partner gives you like autonomy to add styling I'm not a huge fan of like going totally on my own and doing styling in partner dancing like I, I don't love it when people just like let go and like leave you I know that's like a courtesy thing and it's like a cool thing that a lot of people like but personally I think I'm just too shy to like do my own thing and it just feel I don't know it feels really like I'm really exposed um but I do like the ability to like style with my arms or my feet or things like that when I want to mm-hmm. modern my favorite thing to do is just improv um yeah I apparently I use my hands a lot when I choreograph and dance. So I don't know if that's like my favorite thing, but it's just a common thread in my styling, I guess.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Now going completely the opposite way. <laughs>
1: I, uh, there,
0: there was a thought I had very briefly that I hopefully will get back to before it. Okay. Withers away. <laughs> Do you have any pet peeves?
1: Yeah, I guess. Uh, I think I thought of them when you, when we kind of first talked about doing this podcast, but I can't remember them. I mean, I don't like, I think a lot of people don't like this. I don't like when people try to stay and do like six dances in a row with you. Three is like pushing it more than three no two is fine i think two is like normal unless like every time you dance with that person it's always like two dances also if there's not that many people around and like people to switch with or if like you're there with a friend that's a little different but mm-hmm. you just you want to go out and dance with other people so it's really frustrating when you're like stuck with this one person and they don't even really give you the opportunity to like leave um that can be kind of frustrating. Uh, when people are really like bouncy in partner dancing that's frustrating I know that's just a technique thing so it may just be newer dancers having to learn um but it's hard when their hands aren't like quiet and they're just like moving their hands up and down and their arms up and down and they're bending from their knees and like bouncing up and down a lot it's just kind of awkward and like looks awkward and then like you feel awkward because like you have to kind of bounce with them and like it just doesn't look good um I mean, the obvious, like, sexist, like, harassment-level things that happen are obviously annoying. Um, I don't yeah. know. I haven't had those things happen in a while because I haven't been social dancing in, like, over a year. But, uh, I mean, obviously, those things are really annoying. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't like either when I can tell other, especially, like, females are uncomfortable with the people they're dancing with. Like, if you if you're just kind of, like, watching and you're not dancing... And you look out and you see, like, clearly uncomfortable females dancing with people. It's, like, it just annoys me. Or when people, like, I don't think this has happened to me, but I've seen it happen. When people just, like, pick you up or do these, like, crazy tricks and, like, you either don't know them or, like, you even dance with them that often or... You don't have this like even even if I knew someone really well, I would expect them to like ask before they could pick me up. Like that's a big thing to do. It's like pick someone up off the ground or do like a like a most dips. If you dip someone well, they get to control how low to the ground they go. But if you do this like crazy dip that I've never done before, even if we've been dancing together for a really long time, like I don't know, you'd want some sort of heads up. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I've had people ask me before, like how's your back or whatever. And I've really appreciated that because you can get really hurt if yeah, absolutely. you don't know how to do those things properly. Um, so not even from like a courtesy level, but from like a basic safety level, mm-hmm. you shouldn't just like flip people without their consent. I've seen that happen before girls getting like flipped and stuff and clearly not having any sort of heads up or comfort yeah. level with it. Um, so, yeah.
0: You won't ever have to worry about me doing that, I either know. you or any other dancer, because um, I don't know if I have the physical strength to, <laughs> to do that. To someone,
1: <laughs> yeah, working I think some on of it, it? it comes from like the person jumps or like a little bit or whatever, but still, it's just those. There shouldn't be things that happen at a club and <laughs> even just like space. You can't. Just, yeah, like... I was gonna say. <laughs> what are you supposed to do kick someone in the face like that's not good either so so yeah i don't i'm trying to think if i've ever been like whacked in the face i don't think i have i used to like whack my friend in the face with my ponytail as like a joke i don't think that's funny (laughs) i think it really hurts (laughs) so i i stopped doing that (laughs) uh yeah i don't do that
0: (laughs) it's usually pretty funny when that happens too
1: when it's an accident, yeah, yeah, I would like make an effort to be like, "Oops, <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry
0: about that." Gotcha.
1: And my hair's a lot shorter now than it used to be. I don't think I could as easily whack someone in the face, but yeah, have
0: to really lean into it,
1: yeah, <laughs> it has to hurt. I can't imagine.
0: Do you have a favorite festival and or like event experience?
1: <laughs> uh, like a festival specifically.
0: Or just a dance event experience. I,
1: the only one I've been to is the UVA one Salsa Fest. I think that's the only salsa, bachata, song, like those styles festival that I've been to. Um, when we competed when I was in high school, we would do what were they called? I don't know, but these like dance companies tour the US and like host these competitions and then teach master classes. And it's crazy because a lot of times you take master classes all day and then at night you compete. So you were dancing for like six hours and then you have to compete. Or you do class like all day on the Saturday and then on the Sunday everyone competes starting at like 7 in the morning or something crazy. Um, And those I always loved. Um, I thought they were really enjoyable and cool. I have a funny story from one of those that we were – they're usually offered at like hotels and convention centers. And we were all getting ready. We had done like a full day of class and we all went back to our hotel rooms to like wash up and get changed and put on our hair and makeup for our performances. And the fire alarm, I mean, it's not that funny, but like the (laughs) fire alarm just like kept going off in the hotel. People were like coming out in their towels and their hair was like half washed and their makeup was like half done and like all this stuff. And I think um, it all got started because somebody had hung their costumes on those like sprinklers, like the fire old like sprinkler things that you see in like old elementary schools or Mm -hmm. whatever um and yeah it was super annoying it just set one of them off yeah and it just like i think it went off like three times or something and like one of the girls i danced with was like showering like when it had gone off and like all these things and then we had even less time we already had not a lot of time to like get ready for the competition and then we had even less time to get ready for the competition after an hour like a day of dancing Mm -hmm six hours but I just remember all of the teachers at those were really like inspirational and um it kind of like renews your passion for dance a little bit at salsa fest I really liked um Chaka Brown right? yes the guy who teaches cha-cha uh he is incredible and the first time that I ever took his class it was like whole experience for me and i was like wow this you know this is so fun this guy's choreography like choreography so dynamic he had his battle which i've never done yeah i remember like work the two before. groups yeah like i've battled in like hip-hop before but never in like salsa like latin set- settings uh-huh. it was really he's just a really great instructor
0: one um, thing i really liked about him was a he would always tell us what song he was mm-hmm. having us dance to nice and be the, the way he was doing it. He'd just like pull out a sticky note with like some.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember that. It,
0: it might not have been every time, but I just saw, I distinctly remember pulling out a sticky note, just like checking it every now and then, like, okay, we're gonna do this one.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's what I, when I choreograph, I write it down on a piece of paper. I don't like to really video myself, and I think I can remember it better if I see it written out. And so I'll draw like pictures sometimes of like what the shape is supposed to look like or like the formation or whatever so I don't forget. And it probably makes sense to nobody, but, but yeah, I, I like his class a lot. And I remember the first time I went to Salsa Fest and like took his class. It was this whole experience. And then the On to, what are the women's group that's, that's from Boston that does the On to Salsa? I forget what they're called. Not I don't, a. I
0: don't know the group. What is it? Michelle Garcia is the primary person. I
1: think. She's really tall. She's
0: We're gonna, hair. I'm going to look this up okay. and just she, there's going to be a very weird Michelle Garcia <laughs> right here or whoever the actual person is. The, yeah. the I'll actual. get it even to a different person to say it <laughs> so it's even more awkward.
1: That'd be funny. Um I took I remember being super frustrated with the on two class the first time I went to Salsa Fest at UVA and um then last year or two two years ago took Taking it again and like really nailing it. And that was like a very cool moment for me. It was like, I couldn't do this two years ago. And now it's not as challenging as it used to be. Um, so that was cool. That's so a lot of answers. I didn't think I would have a lot of answers to that question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments about our conversations or would like to appear in a future episode of the podcast, send an email to dancingquestions at gmail.com. Her theme song is Kiss and Tell breezy Nova by keshko the photograph used in our artwork was taken by ardian lumi available on on unsplash logo and artwork were created by lydia francis please visit our website for links and further details also follow us on instagram spotify or wherever you get your podcasts to keep up with our latest content